And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys. Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Fighting Fit Podcast, or the Fighting Fit Show, or the Podcast Show, or welcome back to Fighting Fit, hosted by Chris Mulligan and Brandon Mulligan. No Stephen today, he is away, but we are absolutely furious as of the last 15 seconds. Chris brought a topic up. Chris, would you like to share with the lovely folks at home? All right, so um, the current uh, consensus that I have seen on social media about health and fitness is that you know you don't need to try really hard. It has it can be really, really simple, really, really easy, and that um, uh, you can go out drinking on the weekends. You can have all the foods you love. Um, you don't have to train really, really hard, and you'll still get all the results that you want. And that is the general vibe that I see. And uh, I think it is hurting people more than it is helping people. Right. Counter- for some. For some. Counterpoint. So the counterpoint, the reason that they're doing this is because we want people to feel okay with um, Joe making mistakes and so you don't actually have to be perfect to start making progress. Um, but one of the things that I see see is like people say, oh, I've seen this video and thing, so I'm allowed to have this, I'm allowed to do this. And it's like, you are always allowed to do it. But um, if it's like literally going against your diet plan and you feel like no sort of um, negative influence on it and you don't want to make any positive change or you're um, letting your positive changes slide just because you don't feel like it will then like you're not going to get the results. Like when you're trying to get lean, when you're trying to get in good shape, so a lot of the time you have to do stuff that you don't want to do. You have to suck it up and you have to do it um, regardless of the fact whether or not you want to. And I think that it, people don't like that. It's not like nice and flowery and it doesn't um, it doesn't sell very well on the wholesome social media side. True, but here's what I have to say with that is I agree. Wishy-washiness, no matter what your approach, if you have an extreme approach, being wishy-washy with it just isn't going to work. If you have a little bit more of a laissez-faire approach, but you actually understand the numbers, well, then you don't have to be an extremist and in order to get results. And obviously, then also it depends on your results. But for talk's sake, can you drink the weekends and lose fat? 100%. Is it harder? Yes. <laughs> yes, if you get drunk. If you get drunk, it's definitely harder. Because realistically, right, if you want to get drunk, you can't be pissed all weekend. I would just say that. You're probably not going to be able to get away with being pissed all weekend and still lose weight. But you can make very smart switches, like for talk's sake. Just stop drinking pints. Stop drinking pints. Pints and fat low calorie. But their low calorie beers are actually like pretty pretty handy. Listen to me. How many are you drinking? If you're drinking five, you're not fucking. You're not going to be on, on point. Drink spirits. Drink spirits and low calorie whatever you want. If you want to get drunk, you can't have it both ways. You can get drunk, you can't drink. You drink a choice. Deal with it. Grow up. Be a man, be a woman, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? I, don't, I, I think the only reason you're saying that is because you don't know how many. Uh, there's only uh, 100 calories in a Coors Light. So 500 calories. To get pissed. Yeah. Well, that's a bottle, though, as well. That's a bottle, a bottle. I bought away 100 bottles a night. Uh, um, so, all right, good luck. It's, it's up to you. You can, again, yeah, at the end of the day, it comes down to calories, but it also comes down to what kind of person are you when you're drunk? Drink is literally liquid fucker. That's what drink is for me. Literally. <laughs> Whatever I cared about going in to drink, I do not care about by the end of it. And so it's like, right, oh, yeah, all right, count me macros. Oh, no, I don't eat the pizza. You're eating 
everything. We're going to eat everything. I'll make up for tomorrow. tomorrow. I'll make up for tomorrow. Sure, I'll have a cocktail as well. Sure, I'll have a cocktail as well. Sure, I'll have a cocktail as well. Sure, I'll live once. Sure, my best friends are here. I'm drinking with my friends. Yeah. Um, that's the problem I call for me. Nights out and all that kind of stuff. It's just not, it's not conducive to uh, your goals. And also, you're going to wake up the next day probably feeling like a big bag of shite. And then you're not going to be motivated. You might not go to the gym. You might not go for your walk. You might not plan your meals. You might order takeout. You might go to the shop. Get a big greasy roll. So this hey, is the kind of stuff that happens. Now, if um, like if you don't have any goals and you don't have the thing to lose weight or anything like that, there, and you're not super serious about it, well, like, it's fine. It's fine if you gain weight. It's fine if you lose weight. You know, it won't matter then. But if it's really important to you and you're really struggling to lose weight, you know, like maybe you know, cutting out alcohol for a while would be a good idea. You don't have to maybe, do it. But if if you are. Uh, if if you but if you're um, if you're not willing to cut out alcohol, you're not willing to you know, restrict for a little bit. You know, well, then everything else for the rest of the week has to be fucking dialed in. It has to be perfect. Um, also, if you're the kind of person who can't cut out a drink, well, then maybe you're the kind of person who just doesn't have discipline or control at the minute, and maybe that's the 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 start of a bigger issue. Or or maybe you just have uh, you're really popular and you've loads of friends and everyone wants to go out all the time, and that's one of the only ways that you like to socialize and. Uh, yeah, and it's fun, and maybe you have a really stressful week at work, and this is your only little escape for the for the week, and you need that to re- reset and rewind. Well, maybe your maybe your job's too stressful, maybe your week's too stressful. If you need it, if you need it, you might. The problem is, if that's the case, that you need it, you shouldn't be putting yourself into a situation that you need it. You should want it, and you should be allowed it, and you should treat yourself and you should enjoy your life. But also, you can't just you can't just pull from the mind of. I want, I want, I want, and I want to feel good, feel good, feel good, and no sacrifice at all. Like, you don't have to sacrifice something. Maybe it's, maybe it's a late night, maybe it's a night with your friends, maybe it's, you know, the type of drink that you're drinking, maybe it's the kind of food that you're eating. It's just pulling back a little bit. I was listening to a coach, Greg Duchette, really, really good. One of the things he says is, like, your food, if you want to lose weight and you want to be in the shape of your life, you can't have food 10 out of 10. Your food's never going to be 10 out of 10 if you want to be, but it could be 7 or 8 on 10. He says on 10, 8 on 10. <laughs> it wrecks my head, to be honest. That's what I'm going to say for the rest of this because that's what Greg Duchette said. It'll never be 10 on 10. You can't have 10 on 10 foods. You can have 7 on 10 or an 8 on 10, right? And that's good enough. And so this is kind of what brings me to the next thing. Is like if you are getting all your health and fitness advice from Instagram, all right, I wouldn't necessarily knock it. There's some great content out there on Instagram. There really is. Yeah, there, like, there really, really is. And Zach, Zach, Z-A-C-K dot C-H-U-G, Chug. Zach dot Chug. Zach with a K, literally nailed it. It's like you can eat whatever food you want and get high protein and relatively low calories if you're cute and smart and plan your day. And it can taste, I would say, 9 on 10, right? No, honestly. And, honestly, it's insane. Amazing. And so the thing about it is like, look, what way are you doing it? So can you, again, this is where I kind of agree with the, the thing about it. It's like, look. If you have an active lifestyle, if you have a desk job, you're going to have to sacrifice an hour and even you're going to have to go for a walk if Reyes if you want to lose weight, or you're going to have to eat very low calories. There's going to be a sacrifice has to be made. You're going to have to plan your meals, and you're probably going to have to do a little bit of meal prep. That's another sacrifice that you're going to have to make. You can't just wing it all day, every day, and will and want and desire and dream and wish to have the body you want. It's like, it's not good enough. Something, something like that. You can, but it's just going to be a really frustrating process where you're not going to see results consistently. You're going to get demotivated by stepping on the oh, sorry, and it's sorry, going all yeah, over the sorry. place. When I say you can, when I say you can't, I mean, obviously you can. You can dr- wish to be a unicorn for all I care, but that's just, I mean, you can't actually have what you want just by wishing and wanting and dreaming and desiring and manifesting. It's like, it's just not going to work. It's like, now, generally speaking, the way that the human mind works is when you genuinely set your sights on something, you tend to move more towards it but again 
we've all said fuck it and that is literally your body going I'm going to look the other way for the next weekday month year or whatever it is and people do that all the fucking time they're like right Monday Friday Saturday Sunday Monday here we go again and it's just it just doesn't work in our experience and in my own personal experience it but just that's, that's the only reason why I have that pet peeve is because I see people trying to do it I see people trying to do it all the time and then Joe, and then I'll have a chat with them like oh Joe how'd you way go they're like oh not good I was at the weekend blah 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 I'm like, okay, no worries. It's like, how do you feel about it? And then they're like, oh, not good. Shouldn't have done it. They all regret it. And they're like, well, next week. Next week will be different. And then Friday comes around. And we'll do it again. And we'll do it again next week. See you next week. See you next Monday. We'll do the exact same thing again. Look, this this is really what it is about. Like, for me as a coach, one of the big changes I had to make, because I hadn't stopped chasing people like that. You know what I mean? It's like, look, when now what I do is I try and plant seeds all the time, but I used to get so invested in them. And But it's like, you know, when you tie yourself to people like that, emotionally it's it, it's an up and down experience to be honest and it's it, it's a train that i've got off now so i plant to be seed and i'll see you monday i plant to be seed and i'll see you monday i give you some advice and i'll see you monday so because realistically with all the best advice in the world and that's literally what we have we literally have the best advice in the world because we've listened to the best coaches in the world we understand what it is it's really really simple stuff we have good tools you can give good tools but at the end of the day you can bring a horse to water but you can't make it drink and that's the big thing is like what do you need to take a big slug of, all right? Some people need a big, massive dose of reality and it needs to be a health scare. Some people need, you know, to catch themselves in a picture or a, a mirror or someone needs to fucking call them fat when they've never been called fat before and they literally get this massive negative shock and it's like, right, that switches them on. For some people, they see somebody do something incredible and it's it's a positive um, story, you know, it inspires them, saying, no, this is it, this is what I want to do. But whatever it is, like until that switch flips, Whatever vice you have, be it drink or food or putting your feet up or hanging with your friends, whatever your little escape is that pulls you a little bit further away from your dream every time you do it or resets you back to the start and you continue this process of Groundhog Day, you know, until until you come to a place that you want what you want more than you want that thing, you know, it's 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 gonna be a frustrating experience. You cannot, as Chris said, start us, you can't do this. Kind of oh, Sean, oh, I don't need a walk, and I, I mean, I feel like I feel like this conversation is a bit like overly simplified. It's like obviously you can't not move, obviously you can't eat whatever you want, obviously you can't drink at the weekend, obviously you can't just not sacrifice at all, obviously you can't go to bed or whatever time you want. But people still, they're still stuck in the trap, and so something that I'm a little bit interested in. This is kind of where I go. It's like right, have your drink, but can we can we drink smarter? You know, is it right? Eat food, but can we plan and eat a little bit smarter? It's like if we make. 10% change here, 10% change here, 10% change here. We've got a 40% increment. You do that for a year, we're, we're bloody solid. And I've done that with loads oh. of people. And it works time and time again. But, you know, the issue with small marginal gains like that is is that, like you said, like they really do have to be dialed in. But if you're dialing in across four different areas, you know, your life doesn't have to be miserable. You don't need to go down this super restrictive road. And, in fact, it's not advised to go down a super restrictive road. But even getting people to a happy medium can be very, very difficult if they're entrenched in their bad habits are. Their opposing habits, let's say. Um, what do you think about people who have been gaining weight and then they start like a health and fitness program and then they stop gaining weight, but they're demotivated because they're not losing weight? That's a good question. That's actually what a great question. Um, yeah, like I definitely know an awful lot of clients that, that that happens to. And again, what happens is that they were on a self-destructive path and they've only taken on a little bit, to be honest. And I, I just, I to be honest, to be honest. It doesn't impress me. It doesn't um, impress. Oh, 
it it, do, it doesn't really impress me. It I think I think it's really it's really important, but I don't think it's impressive. I don't I don't. Well, it, obviously, yeah. look, depending on the extent, if somebody was really like I mean steamrolling uphill and they had a a massive tragedy in their life and they just managed to pull the brake, that impresses me because that's a massive change. You know, that's a massive. But but, but people who go from terrible habits to mediocre habits generally doesn't impress me and again i can say it for myself you know i like that was me for the longest time and but again like objectively i didn't impress me then either you know it's not impressive to see somebody come to a standstill you know it's like and what what does impress me is somebody who puts the head down does a load of work and then maintains for a period of time gets the reprieve mentally refreshes Boom! Puts the head down and goes again. Even if to go backwards, what, I, what what really impresses me is seeing significant change and a significant like a change inside. When I see a change inside, I don't care what kind of change it is. But somebody who just just barely you know toes the line, I don't know. I like as as a coach, it's, I actually think it's a little bit frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it is. One of the things that um, frustrates me <clears throat> as a coach is seeing someone whose heart is in it. And yeah. they go real hard for a week, but that real hard doesn't produce any results. So their effort is like misguided. And then because of all that misguided effort, they'll self-destruct and then go in the opposite direction after. But when you, you know, say misguided, like what like what do you mean? Like I mean like like it's, so it's like, really, like like for talk's sake, the only thing I can think of is like a woman on like, a cycle, oh, oh, no, a no, no. cycle who, who gets a bad fluctuation based on the fact that she actually did the work, it's like like that to me is misguided. Everything else is kind of like you're not. No, no, I mean, I mean, you're like putting the effort, putting the effort in somewhere else. So like, like instead where? of instead where? of snacking on instead of snacking on chocolate bars, they start over snacking on protein bars, but they think they're being good. You know, something like that. There, do you get me? Like instead of getting a takeaway, just make like a massive meal on a Friday. Yeah, yeah like okay. oh, so well, like well, like. <clears throat> are five stars. Huh? Things are five stars. That's good. That's a big change. You know what I mean? It's a it, big, it is. Big, but but again, the dinner might be absolutely horrendous. So, you know, it might it might be like way too many calories, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, that that. But again, that does impress me. Like, oh, I'm going for a walk, but on my walk, I went to the shop and I bought a chocolate bar. Like something stupid I got there. Oh, because I did this, now I get to have this and just undo their work. And but they but mentally and from their perspective, they put in all the effort. Do you know I mean they put in the effort, but they also rewarded themselves like way too much for it, and because of that, like they stagnate. Instead but again, right, right, so right, but so this, this is, this is, this, this is where kind of our two conversations link up. Is like, it's the next week that's important, right? So for me, that's the start. Like when you start anything, you make so many mistakes. That's step one. I'm good with that. I'm good with making switching the Chinese out for a big dinner, right? Um, yourself. It's time now to cut back the portions. Now, when we start struggling, now when we start to kind of buck back and fall off plan and start doing that stuff, is like. That is the eddy and hole that I've seen so many clients just never climb out of. It's like, look, you are not committed to change. You don't have a growth mindset. You have a fixed mindset and you don't yet believe that you can change. And therefore, like you think that this effort you put into is wasted. And it's like you like you don't, you, again, and fair enough, like I had to learn it. It's like you uh-huh. need to understand that you're a human being that's capable of extreme growth, but it's going to be uncomfortable. So either you've got two choices. One, start believing that you can change. Or two, you need to face up to the fact that you're not uh, you're not making yourself as uncomfortable as you should be in order to change. How would you say that to someone who um, might be a little bit more sensitive and you know, like, would almost take that as an insult? 
Well, so, well, so this is this is kind of where we're good. It's like you let them save face, like, and so this is kind of where you say, you know, like, oh, no worries, we'll see you Monday. You know, it's like so. It's like right, cool. Look, I get it. We all make mistakes. Everybody slips up. Let's 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 try it again, and we'll see Monday. And then if the same thing happens the next week, well, then again, you give them the, the correct information. If the same thing happens again the next week, you give them the correct information. If the same thing happens again the next week, you give them the correct information. And then after that, it's like right, you're now starting to show a pattern. That pattern is concerning. And this is not personal. I believe that your heart's in the right place. But four weeks in a row, it's not the information that is starting to become the problem. It's it's you. And so we but need to have behavior. Ah, so uh, therapy hat is put on, right? It's not you that's the problem. It's the behavior that's the problem. It's yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's, oh, but I mean balls, the balls in your court is what I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, you, like I think it is important to, to when you're dealing with people that you need to have some sort of level of compassion. Like you said, let them save face. You know, like, I would I think, I think we are, I think me, you, and Stephen, person like that. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think me, you, Stephen, are where we can be pretty hard on ourselves and we can like project that onto other people a little bit because, like, through the it's like, I, I wasn't doing good enough there, I wasn't working hard enough, I wasn't putting in the effort, but and we're okay with Joe that level of bluntness. And um, but like, not everyone is, and sometimes they need a little bit more compassion, a little bit more. Yeah, um, I, I was talking to a client about this on I think Friday, I had a goal review with them. And um, that's it. I, I literally said, I was like, you understand how uncharacteristically kind I'm being to you? And, like, and they're like, are you? And I was like, yeah, I have noticed that actually. And I was like, um, yeah, because it's what I feel like you need. It's like not everybody gets the same thing. Some people get an arm around the shoulder because, again, you, you don't want to break their spirit. That's the, that's the whole thing. Some people you need to challenge because that, 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 that inspires their spirit. That kind of gets them up and kind of gets them driving mm-hmm. a little bit. But other people generally need an arm around their shoulder because you really can't break people's spirit. And, and that's not your job as a coach. Like our job as a coach is to move it. But the problem is with the people's spirit who you can break is like generally speaking, because they're so sensitive, is like that's their that's their biggest obstacle is because when something happens in life, you know, they kind of go in on themselves and, you know, they're they're trying to they're trying to massage their, you know, their their wound, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they're trying to cope a little bit. And look, people are sensitive. People are dealing with all kinds of stuff, and it's not my job necessarily to to like. I want to try and inspire people to kind of come away from that. And obviously, you're trying to you know through a little bit of friction every once in a while, toughen them up and help them understand you know their own patterns. But as I said, it's like you can't just criticize people generally anybody, but some people like again, if I criticized you in the right way and kind of started criticizing your ego a little bit, like that would get you fired up. You're like, I'll fucking show you you because. Like, well, it depends. It depends. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think like it depends on personality, like you said. But it also depends I, on right, Joe, what's right. going what's going on in that person's life at the moment. Like sometimes that might be that like might be the exact opposite of what someone wants to hear. That might be exactly. like or needs or even needs to hear. Like so it's like you're not fucking doing enough. It's like my mom's in hospital. You leave me alone. Like I fucking exactly. I'm fucking eighty hours a week. So I've got kids screaming. It's like what do you mean I'm not doing enough? Like I'm I'm doing better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, for some no exactly. So it's for some people who. Again, this is why this is why the this is why you have to take everybody, you know, as they are. It's kind of like like as a coach, like one of the first, like I can read people very very well. You know, I've gotten better at it o- over time. It's like as I said, I like yes, some people some people don't get the same approach. You know, like I like so I can tell right away if somebody needs a kick in the arse. Or again, you say something to somebody and you kind of see the reaction. Like and again, you, you test the water a little bit. You're like, oh hey, how's it going? It's like. Oh, how'd your way go this week? And they're like, oh, like, all right, okay, you know, we'll, we'll have a conversation later. You know, how'd your way go? Oh, I didn't, I didn't do it. Get out there and get on them scales. You just got there. You go on away with you. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. some 
some people just respond differently to different things and it's our job as coaches and you know obviously again because we want to have good relationships with all our members it's like just like any other relationship it's like you know it's about saying the right thing at the right time and yeah sometimes like everybody puts their foot in it but you know hopefully have, I mean, have you ever can you recall any stories of the worst time you put your foot in it Put my funness. Yeah, you did. Don't. Did I ever put my funness? I I can't recall any specifically, uh, but I think um, it, it's very easy to forget those. Like you like forgetting them, just like them. Just like, oh. I think I think there was one. I think there was one stage I was dealing with somebody, and they were um, they were they were in a very very bad place, and like again, I didn't I didn't say much, but it was enough. You know, like I like I like I I wasn't I didn't show up as somebody else. Mm-hmm. But they showed up as someone drastically different, mm-hmm. and I said something that I would have maybe always said to them, you know, um, you know in, terms, in terms of weighing in or accountability or stuff like that. And so they walked into the room, and I was still on the, I think I was still on the vibe of the conversation that I was already having, and I was kind of ah blah, blah. I was already kind of like you know a bit like uh, what would you say, feisty. I was being feisty. You know, yeah, you're having and, fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they came in, and I was a little feisty with them, and they, they didn't respond too well. And then again, you apologize. And, hey, look, I'm very sorry. You know, it was only, only slagging you. You know, it was only slagging you. And sometimes that, but again, like I mean, that's that's relationships. Nobody gets it right 100 percent of the time. But the key is then obviously how you dress. And this is the whole thing, you know, what the nutrition and yeah. stuff that we're, but you know, not everybody can, gets it. Can you recall getting it 100 percent right? I feel like I, I remember. I remember. I, I think I told was before. I remember one time I predicted the I predicted the pregnancy. I got a, and they didn't know yeah. they were pregnant. That was right. Um, that's all down to information. But yeah, no. Oh yeah, like I mean, Peter. Peter. Peter is after losing, I think like twenty odd kilo in the last two months because I challenged him. You know, twenty kilo in two months. I think maybe three months, but yeah, yeah. like a lot. 30.5 kilo, sorry, pounds. I was thinking pounds. 20, 26 odd pounds. Like, I mean, absolutely insane in, in two or three months. Um, good Pete, Pete, how many, um, yeah, convert it, convert it. And how many, how many weeks is it, Pete? I'm very sorry, I didn't remember your exact figure, but it's two stone. It's over two stone. It's pretty incredible. Two, seven weeks, um, 13 and a half kilo in seven weeks. And that, you've, that's, got, you've got a lot of people to remember. Yeah, and that's, and again, that's because I, I challenged them in the right way. Um, I'd say 29.7 pounds. I know somebody else. I know somebody else, and there's a. I made a comment to them, and I barely even remember the comments. But I remember like, ah, ah, you can do it. I know you're not fit for it. I know if I was you, I wouldn't bother your arse. Um, obviously, <laughs> completely, completely, completely been sarcastic because I know right well that they're capable of it, and they talk it personally, like in a good way. They were like, oh, yeah. fucking screw you. I know exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah. if they're listening right now, I think they do listen pretty regularly. You know who we're talking about. Exactly, yeah, and they took it super personal, and they absolutely smashed it. And again, there's loads of people like that who who need that, and I work with loads of people at the minute, and they just don't need that at all. But, but there's, at the, at the same need, time, at the same sorry. time, if you're you like you need to be doing the work, like you need to work on yourself. Like there's no point in showing up with the best will in the world with you know your nutrition. I've got a great nutrition plan. I've got a great goal list it's like what is going on with you like i said is your mom in hospital like is this the right season for you like do you need to sort out your schedule do you need to sort out your work-life balance do you need to meditate there's so many other areas in health and fitness and and that are appropriate to weight loss that aren't just calorie tracking getting out for it's like if i give you like there's somebody you give a calorie target to and you give them a step target 
and they don't even ask any questions. You just go, that's enough information for me, no problem. And there's so so many people who are just have so much going on in their life that they just need to start sieving through it in order to kind of figure out it's like right. Like for, for me, for dog sake, like sometimes it takes me four weeks to build up to a six week uh, transformation because I need to get all my ducks in a row. I need to financially kind of get myself set up that I know what the budget is for a week. I know what I can afford in terms of food. I can base my meal plan around that. You know, I need to understand, you know, what season my life, uh, my life, where am I at with my family and my kids? That's like, right, well, what commitments do I have? How much time can I spare? You know, in terms of like my work, my own workouts, you know, what, what's the meal prep going to look like? How busy am I going to be on the weekends? How much extra training can I do in terms of work? What kind of season am I at at work? In terms of my own personal state at the minute, how have things been going with me? Am I very reactive? Am I in a, in, a, in a state where I'm not really, you know, everything's not going well? You know, I, you know, I'm showing up a little bit late to work and I'm going to bed a little bit late. My food's a little bit slow. It's like I'm, I'm being sloppy. I'm in a sloppy state. It's like I'm not going to be my best self. It's like, right, first thing I need to do is like I need to, I need to listen to David Goggins. <laughs> you know, it's like I need, to, I need to get into that mindset again. You know, I need to start figuring out the meal plan. I need to start kind of finding out some new recipes. Like the meal plan that I used 12 months ago, I'm just not in the form for it anymore. I'm not following that meal plan. It's not going to work for me. It's like, what do you need? To, but that's the kind of work that I am literally always doing. And I don't mind sitting for a six week period and looking at me like absolutely eating shit in terms of like, right, you missed, you, you missed the, you know, you missed the bedtime today. You know, you're late again, you know, your, you, you know, your, 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 your proteins way off. You haven't got the discipline, you know, financially you're you're in the toilet you're not uh, you're not budgeting properly to get your meal plan in order you know it's like yeah you're not you're not being organized enough with your time you're not been effective one job's bleeding the other now you don't have as much time for walking there get your steps as ever it's like there are so many different factors but that's the that's that's the smart work that needs done before you start going into the meal plan before you start going right meal plan for monday start monday right i'm ready to start monday it's like are you really ready to start do you know yourself enough to say that monday is the right time to start or can you honestly say it's like right i need a week or two and then it's real go time like then it's really time to change then when you ask me how things are going i'm going to tell you exactly what i mean i'm going to tell you exactly what my calories are i'm going to tell you exactly what i'm working out. i'm going to going to tell you exactly my bedtime i'm going to tell you exactly how much it's like when, when you ask somebody who's on the ball, they've got straight answer for you. As soon as you go, oh, hey, uh, you know, how's your protein going? It's like, oh, are you hitting your protein? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I hit it mostly. It's like, what's your protein target? Oh, three servings a day. No, no. No, no. Let me see my fitness pad. Oh, I'm not using my – I've kind of only half tried. It's like, listen, we've all been there. I get it. But why you aren't there at the minute, it's like, as a coach as well, Here's one thing that I do. It's like we obviously do 90-day goal reviews. And one of my the most important things for me is when we have a goal review, I will not set goals for anybody. These are your goals. What are your goals? I want to call you back in three months' time and I want to review these goals. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to say the same thing. It's like, oh, I don't really want that anymore. It's like, these are your goals. It's like, so either you didn't know what you wanted, which is fair enough, you know, things change. But at least 70 or 80% of them you should stick to. Otherwise, I mean... You're just not being true to yourself or you're kind of going with how you feel. It's like we need to set goals that we really, really want and need to be personal to you and need to be your goals. It's like talk to it. It's like if you say, it's like, oh, I want to lose, you know, it's like, oh, I want to lose fat. It's like you're showing up. It's like, do you really? It's like, why? It's like, are you, are you genuinely happy in your skin or are you genuinely not happy in your skin? And if you're genuinely not happy in your skin, it's like that is a big problem. To me, that's a big, that's one of the biggest problems is why I am so, I said it before and I, I, I want to change it to my, to my mantra. I want everybody. I want. To, I nearly want to be known at, known for it. It's like I am not okay with normalizing obesity. I'm not even okay with normalizing people being overweight. Like I really am not. It's a movement that I just feel like 
this our culture and society has just normalized obesity like i know plenty of people that have died like and god rest from heart attacks and you know when when you ask the family members like, you know it's like oh how are you, you know what age or is everyone okay you know you know or are you shocked kind of thing it's like oh yeah he's a healthy young fella you know the man was 40 and he was you know two stone overweight and it's like and to that man and to all his friends and his families it's like you know it's no there's no judgment but we've normalized to the point where they think that that's okay and nobody nobody encouraged him to change everybody's kind of supported gave him the pat in the back and said you know it's all right everyone's going well you know you work hard like people tell me all the time it's like I, I i was like oh you know are you thinking about working out I said, oh no i i work plenty you know i work hard plenty i work hard everywhere else it's like I, I know you do, but it's different. Can we, can we, do we, like, can we, do we not understand that it's different? It's like there's a big difference between, you know, going to the park with the kids and playing with them and lifting weights that are 120 kilo deadlift with good form. You know what I mean? It's like one's extremely good for you and one's important, you know? Um, yeah. So that's what I think about that. <laughs> so what do you, uh, what do you think about people who just like, just choose to be overweight? I think um, my, well, I my belief is, is very libertarian. Yeah. Like, uh, but it's like you got one life. Here, here's the thing, right? I, cause you got one life. You get to live it whatever way you want, whatever way you want. It's your your choice. And um, if you if you want to gain weight and you want to eat loads of food, eat all at the best places, all that sort of stuff, overindulge because you guys want like when you want to burn hot and fire, like fucking do it. I, do it. Sorry, but, so, but if you're standing there looking in the mirror every single day, be like, I. Hate myself. Look at this. Like, oh man, I like, yeah. like, no self esteem because of it. Because like, there's those people who are overweight. They have very high self esteem. So you probably know that um, it's not very really good for them. But they're like, I honestly, that's the difference. I've never, I've never seen one. And like, mm-hmm. it was really like crazy because I, I remember I thought I thought I met a few. And then wait, there, what about what about that rapper guy? Um, the rapper guy that actually who drives. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. So glad you brought him up. He started losing shitloads of weight. Really? Yeah, he's on it now. He and, and he's one of the big ones for me. I completely agree with you. Active bronze. I was like, what an animal. Doesn't give a shit. Like fine food, fucking raps, you know, really sweet, really philo- philo- uh, philosophical, you know, really intelligent. It's like and, and again, no problem with his weight. No, not happy at all. Wasn't happy about it, you know, just kind of lost control, didn't have the discipline, didn't like our luck. It's like that is legit. It's like and anybody I've ever had that com- conversation, like I don't force my my opinion on anybody. But from, like, I am completely biased now into having conversations with people in rooms where they're like, I like when you get down to it, like, I'm really not happy. Did you ever get a spot in your face? You're not happy with it. Imagine having, like, a literally a big belly. It's like people are so self-conscious about the littlest thing about themselves. Like, of course, when you're even just overweight, you're self-conscious. Like, if people get a little bit too pudgy around the neck, they're like, oh, I really don't like myself. And then the conversation, like, again, another conversation, I don't want to take profile pictures. I not not progress photos, profile pictures. I don't have, I don't want to upload a photo of myself. They're embarrassed of themselves, how they look. It's like that is not a good way to be, and I'm just not okay with standing for that because there's so many people who have literally just got so much more self confidence once they lost the weight because they feel like themselves object or subjectively that they're better looking without the weight. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I know I so many, I know so many people like this. But, but again, I, yeah, think, I think I think healthy. I think if healthy is more important than, than lean. You get me? Like healthy is more important. But I mean, like can we both agree that there's a there's a healthy level of body fat? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. I don't yeah, I don't, well, I, like, think, I think I think I think like I think um, what I like I prefer I prefer like my, my thing that after getting really really lean, my, I prefer to 
to be leaner. That's my my thing. When I do get a little bit a little bit pudgy or whatever it is, like I used to be, my mindset used to be something along the lines of like I still train every day. I'm really fit. Uh, I'm strong. You know, like I don't mind if I have a little extra body fat. It's fine. Yeah, like it didn't bother me that much. But then after I got really lean, I was like, oh, this is what I'm missing out on. That's yeah. what I. That's what I think. Like I was happy. I was happy where I was at. <clears throat> but the reason I was happy, the the reason I was happy with it was because it didn't require as much like effort to change. And then at a certain point, like you just sort of you make the commitment, you see what it's like on the other side, and you're like, oh, this is actually this is way better. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And the other side as well, it's like I am all like so back to what you said. It's like I completely agree. If you're generally one hundred percent happy as you are, like generally, like make no changes, one hundred percent. Don't let anybody force their opinions and their goal and their outlook onto you. Like if you generally are happy in your heart of hearts, there's so many people who are working super hard to be super healthy and they're still not happy. So it's like if you're generally happy, but they improve, don't fix it, no problem at all. I would suggest you know. Try and make the move every once in a while. Just again, like Chris did, test it out, see how it feels. Maybe we feel better. Maybe we can feel even happier. You know, maybe we could have even more confidence, even though you're already confident and happy. Well, one of the one of the cool things that I got from it was um, the confidence in showing up for myself. Like I knew that I could consistently rely on myself to show up and do the work and put in the effort. Whereas before I did it, there was always a little bit of doubt in my mind. I was like, Am I able? Will I be able to do it? Will I be able to be consistent? Um, and you know, every single time I showed up every single day and if i if i missed the day or whatever it was like i knew i was getting back on it, it was like it wasn't a choice it wasn't a, yeah. a thing and and that like in terms of like self-esteem that was a big game changer in terms of self-esteem like that really does improve everything like being able, being able to show for yourself that's what the whole david goggins thing is all about it's like do something shit every single day it's like it's this this is like if you if, if you have a little thought and that thought is why the cold water thing is such a big thing for me because it was always just lurking there in the back of my mind it's not like it's not a big deal. I'm not unhealthy, and it's, it, it, maybe it wouldn't change my life. Like, I mean, I would argue again. The science would argue that maybe it would. But the thing for me was literally just the fact that I couldn't do it, and I didn't want to do it, and I just felt like I just, you know, it's like God forbid, you know, there should be anything that's ever uncomfortable. I would be the type of character that knows right well that I couldn't even have a cold shower. Why the hell would I be able to do that? You know. Yeah. And so, what, what is it? It's like right, you know. Again, we like we all are aware of our vices. So it's like you know, we like pop tarts. You go home every day. And you stick two pop tarts and toaster, and again at a certain level you're super lean. But the issue is, it's that you haven't got the choice to do it anymore. It's like once it becomes that you've lost control and you've lost the discipline, it's like yeah, you don't get that super self confidence. You know what I mean? Self esteem. Self esteem comes from showing yourself that you can be dependable, that you're reliable, that no matter what. And again, this is not a something. Something I heard in a podcast quite recently was uh, about uh, you know punishing yourself. What do you think about punishing yourself? Um, hmm, what do I think about like, it? Like for talk's sake. I don't think I don't think it's good. I don't think it's a good mindset to take, and I don't think, like I, I think I know where you're coming from uh, in terms of like um, behavioral conditioning. No, no, uh, not 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 even not even that. Like for talk's sake, like these cool showers for me, like like. Now, I never realized that I did this before, but I do this all the time to myself. I punish myself, but it's not its not because I did anything. It's because I know that it's good to suffer. That's the difference. Uh, like, I, I never, so, I never, so right, 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 right. I think, yeah, sorry, I, think, I, I, think, I think, I think your whole framing around this is a, sorry, is wrong. I think, I think, right. same punish yourself. All right. I think, I think you're still, you're locked in on the David Goggins mindset. I just want to no, challenge you on this. Just change, just change. Leave David Goggins in this. Just again, like you're not. I don't think you're wrong, but I think your framing around it is is incorrect. And I think yeah, uh, the, the the words are important that we use. Uh, I think it's very important that you say instead of punish yourself, you challenge yourself. 
And I think that changes the frame around it entirely. And I think challenging yourself daily is incredibly important. Whether that challenge is to withstand suffering, like it's still a challenge. Uh, it's not you're not punishing yourself literally like yeah. when okay. i when i think of the word punish it's like make yourself feel bad uh physically emotionally mentally blah, blah, blah. that's punishing that's punishing yourself and i think like that's not or be, even being self-destructive like where you overeat completely abandon your diet all that sort of stuff i think challenging yourself is a lot more constructive and positive rather than thinking of it as in like punishing yourself well, challenging I mean, yourself to see how much you can withstand i think is very very good yeah, I get that, and I get that, and I did that for the longest time, but it didn't change my mindset. My mindset was still seek comfort. But as soon oh, as I heard, as soon as I heard, it was Liver King, say which one about Liver King and and Burt Kreischer, but they talked about like it's like oh, I, like I do things to myself punitively, like they punish themselves. And as soon as soon as they said that, like that was a that was a eureka moment for me. I was like, I've never in my life, because I'm so comfort seeking i've never once punished myself just for punishment's sake like just like like let's toughen up here a little bit you know what i mean like let's let's go but again mate look maybe maybe saying this on a podcast unthought out is maybe not the best idea in the world but i'm just thinking out loud here like for for me for me <laughs> my head's going somewhere else Brandon. It's, uh... for, for me for me it was a like again. I'm only sharing it because for me it was a massive breakthrough. Because for somebody who constantly seeks comfort and again was looking for a hack or was looking for you know most efficient or effective way, like I've never literally just said it's like actually we're literally just doing this just because it feels shit and you need you need you need it you know now and again I would never do it to anybody you know from a coaching perspective. But again, like I would I would certainly challenge anybody. It's like you know whatever you feel like you feel like you would not enjoy it. It's like, I feel like you should go do that. Like, and again, for yeah, me, that so was... It, so, so the difference, I think the difference psychologically, again, with back to the challenge thing, like you have to be willingly willing to confront it. If, yeah. if there's no, if you don't have the will to do it, well then like, it's just like, say that it's just not, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's going to break it down. Like if I tell I you, have to... I don't know why the punitive thing stuck with me. Then. Like why, why did that just, that just cracked the code for me? Ah, there's something, something deep in there, Brian. Stop <laughs> me. Stop wrong with me. Help me. I don't know, I but because no I remember, like, I, I, challenge, I, I, like challenge. I just feel like I've done challenges the entire time. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like it maybe it was because it was self punitive. But I maybe just never thought of it like that before. Like I feel like, like I feel like because I just see comfort so much. I felt like you know, putting yourself there just does it make you feel? Does it make you feel tough? Does it make you feel tough and resilient? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's that's why you like it, and I think um, I think that's a that's an ideal for you that you strive to. You strive to um, embody, and because you want to embody it, here's an opportunity that you can do that every single day. And you're like, look at this fucking great thing that I can do to embody the thing that I hold in such high self-esteem. Everyone, look, Nobody, when I do it, look at here's all the benefits to it. This is bloody great. But the thing about it, no, it's it's the opposite. It's it, well, obviously, like I'm sure it is an ideal that I hold. It's the but opposite. It's it, no, but for me, it's like it's not like it's not. I'm sure it's something that I hold idea, but it's like for me, it's like it's not like this is something that I am. This is actually something that I need. You know, it's like, it's not actually that, I, like, because again, like, I don't see myself as strong. I don't see myself as resilient. That's one of the reasons why the cold shower thing was such a, such a big deal, because exactly. I, felt like, I felt like I needed it. That's, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's how you hold it in such a high ideal and you want to be like that. That's the thing. Yeah. And like, usually the reason we hold these ideals is because they are our opposites. Like they highlight our weaknesses. Yeah. And you know, like, like for someone who's mean and bitter all the time, you know, like you might see someone being really sweet and they'd be like, oh, that's so, that's so nice. I wish I could be like that. Yeah, I mean that's something that that would be revelatory to them. Do you get me? When to see how how positive it could be. 
Um, there was something that you said earlier, and I don't know if I can recall it. Um, darn it. No, I think it's gone. There was so, so it was a good point on. Um, no, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, there you go. Everybody in the podcast world, forget about that thought. I hope forget about it. If it comes back, I'll I'll jump in and I'm going to interrupt you very rudely because I had it in my thought. I, I let up a big smile. I see myself in the thing. I was like, oh. And then I yeah, let so, you finish and then it's gone. So what we were talking about initially was obviously, you know, people just kind of taking this whole thing laissez-faire. You can live your dream. You can live your want and you can just do whatever you want. I hope by the end of this podcast, you understand it's like, look, it's just not realistic. That's never going to happen for anybody across anything. But you are, of course, supposed to take reprieves. Like nobody is expected to put themselves against a grindstone 24-7. I feel like seasons are one of the most important factors with change and growth. It's like, look, even the top, top athletes have an off-season. You know, they've got a pre-season. Then they've got their 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 12-week program or a 24-week program. And then they've got, you know, ramp up. It's like we have to be tip-top peak physique for this period of time. And then after that, we're going to start to taper off. And so it's like that's maybe for you again, maybe for you. Here's right. Here's the issue for some people is that they do that. in All that happens in the space of a week. Right? So it's like that's a bit of an issue. It's like we can't taper off every bloody weekend. It's like, but like again, maybe for you, if you are literally struggling for the day, fair enough. But maybe if your taper off period is, is setting you back some, that's what needs to be programmed a little better. We can't just we it's not worth your while and it's set very self-defeating to work, 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 and then land on like if you work, 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 and then rest, and then you end up back where you started, it's like you're gonna be basically going around in circles. But if we can rest enough that we start off next Monday ahead of where we were last Monday, that's all you need. And if, something something that I've seen um clients do uh a few times now is they'll be in that cycle so it'll be like work 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 back down to baseline undo all the work 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 back down to baseline undo all the work and they'll do that for a cycle and i've seen someone i've literally seen someone do it for two years i've seen someone do it for two years and then they just all of a sudden with all the experience that they've built up in this little thing they finally escape yeah. the cycle yeah me like I'm I was a big one. I did that for four years before I actually kicked things off. And again, so it's, but again, you just have to remember is like, it doesn't seem impressive to anybody. It doesn't seem impressive. But if like, again, if you're the little engine that could, you know, if you're like, I know what I'm doing and you're, you're like, cause I knew I was doing it, but I knew right well that everybody around me just thought I was a waster and which is fair enough, you know, but I'll show you. Oh. And that's like, I remember there was a period after um, when I got injured, when I got injured first, like, I mean, Actually, no, it was before I got injured. Actually, funny enough, it was before we started the strength and conditioning course. The strength and conditioning course was was the thing that really set me up. And up until that point, I knew I was I was I was living on a very small amount of my potential. I was still kind of coaxing off what I did um, on my last season of box, and I just kind of I just started going out with Chloe, and I just started into college, and things were starting to slip, and I could feel myself having do, doing things that I knew that if I had self-discipline, I wouldn't be doing, or at least I wouldn't be doing that often. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be eating shy. I wouldn't be drinking the weekend, this kind of stuff. And so it's like, right. If that's the case, what do I need to be? Or who do I need to become? Or what's the process? And for me, it was like looking up the foot of the mountain. And again, there, there was periods of time where I knew that what I was doing, again, like for, for talks like Pilates, when I first started doing Pilates, people didn't give a shit. And it wasn't until I started noticing, again, you, you create the change. And then people go, oh, people start to take notice. And then that becomes a thing. And then, again, you start another project. And maybe it's something else. You know, it's like maybe it's 
you know, maybe it's not Pilates, maybe it's foam roller. People are like, oh, yeah, it's not that impressive. Like, oh, I'm going to get somewhere when I get somewhere. And I was like running. Oh, yeah, he's going for a run. All right, cool. I said, like, oh, no, I'm going for a run like every fucking day. You know, I'm going to run. But again, eventually we start, like exactly like you said, we start to build this little pyramid. And it's like, it's not until the, I, I think that you start to create that pro- progress and people kind of see that spark and that upward spiral that things start to become impressive. But that, that initial log of information, that can take weeks or months or years, depending on the person. And everybody kind of compares it to the person who takes it up right away. But I mean, like you, I, I think, I think you have to be kind of conscious of the process. I agree. What do you think? Like, do you, do you think, do you think that you can just kind of eddy mindlessly and still that can still happen? Or do you think that it's a conscious process? Um, so I think, I think it can be both. I think, um, I think people go through phases where they're conscious and unconscious and conscious and unconscious. And I say that, I mean like, you know, drifting versus living with purpose, drifting versus living with yeah. purpose. Um, and I think even the time, like the time where you are <clears throat> being unconscious, you're basically, or purposeless, you're lit, you're, you're acting out all your habitual behaviors, you're acting out all that sort of stuff. And I think, um, spending time doing that, so it's not like you're asleep, you know, it's not like you're asleep. You're just acting out things that are comfortable and normal and routine to you. And Joe, like deal with, like deal with all your coping mechanisms, all that sort of stuff. And then you'll have a wee spark of purpose and you'll get very, very far. And then you'll probably go back down into a wee cycle of purposes and listlessness because you know, it's a different season, huh? Relapse. Yeah, but it's not, it's not even real. Like, like it, the way I'm like the way I'm sort of visualizing this is like you know, like a, a staircase. Staircase is going up like this. And you step, step, step. You're in a wheel. Step, step, step. In a wee circle. Then you step, step, step. Like you escape the circle. You take a few steps, and then you start spiraling a little bit. But like it's in the same spot. You're not like ever going completely back because you you always have experience. You always build from experience. Yeah, like like one of the cool, one of the coolest things when I started getting really lean was like I got really really familiar with how much uh, how little I needed to eat, like how how actually little I needed to eat to actually get lean. Joe, so, and it's like it's it was less than I thought. It was less than I wanted. And then Joe, when I sort of fell off um, a little bit and I started gaining a little bit of weight back, I was like in my head like I was eating normally. I was like I'm going back to eating normally. Yeah, you know I, mean? I was like normally t- was overeating. Now again, there is like. Your perspective can be skewed for in your from your situation and your experience. Like even though I could consciously tell you exactly how much you should be eating, I was still like just because I restricted so much, I was like, I don't know if it's unconsciously invested in overeating, if that makes sense. I wanted to get it back. <laughs> if that if that makes sense. I wanted to make up for for the lowest times, but not like I wasn't deciding that. You know, I wasn't deciding yeah. like I want to do it. It was like there was a, a drive underneath that. But now that I have that experience, do you know, I know like the next time I get out, like I'm getting lean way more consistently, way less effort, and it's not as drastic or as strict. And uh, like the, the the step, like when I put the pause button, I don't think I took like really, really big steps back. It was like a pause, and then I'm coming back up the stairs again, and then a pause. And I think that's the way the way it can work as well. Yeah. Does that make that's, sense? That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like I, I don't mind a pause. I think a pause is good for everybody. I think everybody needs it. But I think what we were talking about initially with start is, you know, people who – push, 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 and then that's it. That's it, done. Never, never push again. Just pause. Just terminally on pause. It's like, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's that. I've seen, actually, no, you know what? no, I've seen that. I've seen that happen. I've seen the, the pause turn bad and, um, yeah, it's not good. The pause, the pause yeah. turns back. I've seen it. I've seen it. There's someone that I see pretty regularly and, um, they're not, not like that there, but, um, they used to be and they stopped showing up to the gym and they're in a lot worse position than they were. And they're not doing anything like that, and it's not nice. It's not nice to see. It's like, 
that's the cool thing about growth is that you get it you get you your new change becomes baseline and so that's why continual positive growth is 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 good to see in people because realistically you know, it doesn't matter what like even if you started settling now i'd notice that you're settling i'm like i know you're better than average, wait there, you're still not wait there wait there wait there start fucking settling as soon as you're like what are you doing as soon as you're like no, nobody, you're just start poking, you're like what are you doing? This is why, like, the people you surround yourself with is so important. As soon as I start, like, being complacent, you're like, if I missed a workout this morning. You're like, what are you this morning? Oh, but exactly, I, feel like but exactly. justi- I can justify it. Exactly. But it's my, my point is exactly that. It's like you're still, you know, in my opinion, you're still one of the top tier, you know, athletes that we have here in the entire, obviously, here in the entire fucking gym because, you know, we're just dealing with people who've never maybe had any athletic experience or whatever, whatever, they're not coaches. But the thing about it is, is like, it's, I don't care where you're starting. I just want to see you growing. I just want to see you growing. You can take breaks by all means, no problem. But again, follow through your goals, commit your promises, and continue and consistently grow. Um, guys, we've been told here to wrap it up at least 17 times. Everybody's in a hurry. you got to shoot off. Guys, thanks so much for jumping on. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials. You can get us on Instagram, fighting underscore fit. You can get us on YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel. That's right. You've got a podcast here. You can watch that on YouTube. You can get us on Podbean. You can get us on Spotify. We're all over the shop. We're also on TikTok, so don't forget to follow us on TikTok. Don't forget to, uh, forget to follow our personal pages. I am the FF Movement Coach on Instagram, and Chris is FF Chris M. And that's a wrap, guys. Thanks as always. We will see you in the next one. Peace.